Welcome to the show. We're so glad you're here. Now let's have some fun. Yeah. Yeah, save it for the end, man. Oh, save it for save it oh. for the appropriate moment. Oh, sorry, <laughs> just, sorry. You just, yeah, you just. No. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Well. Okay. Well. Now, <laughs> now that he wrecked the reveal, welcome everybody to another episode of the Brian Trust. <laughs> My name is Brian. My name is also Brian. It's true. Uh, so how's uh, how's your week been, Brian? Oh, it was great. Up yeah. until this morning, when I watched a really bad movie, <laughs> <laughs> it was not that bad. It's got flaws, yes, and we'll talk oh. about that. Um, it's movie club week, so we're going to talk about. Um, we're continuing our now just painfully enforced series of Mad Max movies um, with the third one, which is Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome, mm-hmm. um, and we will get to that. And it, I will say this as a short. Teaser, it really does live up to the title of getting beyond Thunderdome. Yeah. <laughs> so or, uh, or the other theme, pig crap. <laughs> well, you know. Yeah, we'll we'll get to that. But uh we can talk about some other stuff first, so just catch up on the week and see. So All right then. Um I gotta say, here it it's getting hot. It's, it's getting, getting very hot, hot in here. Yeah. Uh, it's getting exceedingly hot. It's actually predicted to hit 120, like Monday oh, or Tuesday here. Oh, what? So, and it has not been that hot oh. that I can remember for over, God, 20, 25 years? Oh, my I think goodness. So. I mean, it gets up there. Some Usually not in June, though. Usually it doesn't get that. Oh. Like, it might get to like 110 or 112. But yeah, they're talking about 120 by Monday or Tuesday. Um, and we've yeah. been talking about it because the record in Phoenix is 122, <gasps> which was set All in 1990. Yeah, it was set it uh, recorded history basically oh, in Phoenix. Oh my goodness! And that was it back in 1990 in June, oh, oh. in fact, and right around the end of June. So it was oh, like, oh. and I, I remember it well because I was out shucking grocery carts <laughs> that <gasps> afternoon oh. for like two or three hours. So it was uh, that was oh, not a fun day, but it was right really? before I left that job. So. Not not related. I was leaving anyway. But are they expecting to break the record? Have you heard? Have you seen anything? Uh, no, I haven't seen anything specifically about that. They'll probably get really close. Mm. But when it hits 120, like if it actually hits 120, they shut down the airport. Oh well, yeah, because it's too hot. It gets too hot on the tarmac, and like tires melt. Yep. And stuff. <gasps> so it. Uh okay. Well, by Tuesday, I'm looking at your weather forecast. By Tuesday, yeah. they're predicting 121. Oh my yeah, goodness. so it's possible. It's entirely possible we could we could oh. actually hit the, we could hit or exceed the record. I don't know. Thankfully, I have good air conditioning at good. home, and we have really good air conditioning at work. Wow! Uh, so. Excessive heat warning, Central and Arizona. The, and I got the AC in my car fixed. Oh, so that was helpful. Um, and I try to park in the shade wherever I can. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so that doesn't yeah. get too hot in my car. Um, but yeah, it's pretty much, uh, you know, lock up your, if you got outdoor dogs, it's probably better to keep them inside. Okay. Kind of thing. It, it gets nasty here sometimes. It's, can uh, I, uh, can I read you the recommended actions for your excessive heat warning? Don't leave the house ever. <laughs> uh, it says never leave kids or pets unattended in cars, drink more water than usual and avoid alcohol, sugar, and caffeine. When outdoors, wear light colored clothing and a wide brimmed hat to keep your head and body cooler. Take frequent rest breaks in shaded or air conditioned environments. Public places with air conditioning include libraries, community centers, government buildings, malls, and special refuge stations. Recognize the signs and symptoms of heat illness. Early symptoms include things like uh, things such as headaches, uh, headache, thirst, and muscle cramps. Serious symptoms include weakness, skin that is cool to the touch, fast but weak pulse, nausea, and fainting. Severe symptoms include hot and red dry skin, fast and strong pulse, sweating that has stopped, and unconsciousness. Untreated heat illness can lead to fatal heat stroke. Stay cool, stay hydrated, stay informed. Yeah, if you're if you're outside sweating Whoa. and you stop sweating, that's not good. Right, and if your skin starts to become cool to the touch when you're in 120 degrees, yeah. that's not good. And if you find your arm has shriveled up and fallen off, you might seek a medical attention. That's not good. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> oh um, my god. 
Yeah, it's uh, it's one of those things. for the next five days, by the way. Stay cool, Mm -hmm. get in the shade. Even in the shade, it gets to be like 105, but it's better than nothing. Holy moly. Oh, my In the shade outside, you know, so you try to do your best, just try and stay cool and wow that kind of i know it's been hot in california too not that hot but nope, you know, it's not that like, hot we're, but, we're know, gonna get in the some, triple yeah we're getting in the yeah. triple digits uh and you get some of the and you get some of the humidity and things like yeah so it's i mean i when i lived in la there were a few times where up in the valley at least not in los angeles itself but over the hill oh my. in the valley where i lived it got it, it came close to 100 if it didn't hit 100 and the humidity with that was like oh Oh, um, okay. And I had so, to at the time I was working at the at the school I was working. I had to hike uphill, mm, um, to get mm, to work, and then hike back downhill when at the end of the day carrying like a huge load of stuff on my back. I was like, oh god, I'm gonna die. Barefoot uphill um, both ways. Felt like it sometimes. Uh, okay. There's no sidewalks either, so I had to walk in the street because they're that part of. Uh, that part of Sherman oh. Oaks doesn't have, they don't have sidewalks on the streets. All right. Well, there, here it they says. They don't want to pay uh, for it, I guess. I don't know. Hot weather in June is no surprise for Phoenix, but the heat no. wave ready to engulf the area for the next week is way beyond normal with high temperatures approaching and possibly exceeding 120 degrees Monday and Tuesday. The all time yep. high record temperature at Sky Harbor Airport is 122, 122. on June 26th, 1990. And if you add it up, six twenty six ninety equals one hundred twenty two. Oh, no, it doesn't, does it? It does. Six plus twenty six plus ninety. What is that yeah. true? Yeah. Let me do this math here. I can't be right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Uh, How, who came you went, up you with You went that? to college, right? <laughs> I went to college. You gotten past like fourth grade, third grade math. One twenty two. <laughs> what plus twenty six? Six plus twenty six plus ninety. Oh, six plus okay, six, yeah, six plus twenty six plus, plus ninety. <gasps> like you'd write a date, six twenty six ninety is one hundred twenty two. Right. That's there were <gasps> even t shirt. There were even t shirts made up. Okay, back in the day, there were t shirts made up. I never got one, but they were. All right. I, I saw them though. What is the date? I mean, what is the? Uh, yeah, what's the date on Tuesday? Uh, that would be the twentieth. Okay, so hold on. Six plus twenty. Plus seventeen? <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think that's gonna happen. You'd have to be like hundred and seventeen, like no, we don't want that. That would only be forty three. Uh, that's freezing yeah. temperatures, man. That's terrible. So I predict this time I predict year, on I Tuesday. I, I could live with I day predict on Tuesday it's gonna that. drop to forty three. I I'd I'd be good with that for a day. Okay, know? so yeah. let's do this. How about this? Uh what would you say the date was? Six uh What's the, what's the date on Tuesday? Sorry, I wasn't June, paying attention. June 20th. It's okay, the 20th. Okay, 6 plus 20 plus 90, the old temperature, plus 17. It's going to get to 133. That's my, that's my that's prediction. It's hotter than Death Valley. <laughs> that's my prediction. That'd be You're going to see so, temperatures so, so of 133. Like a, so it should be about 175 degrees in Death Valley. Holy and moly. Then, no, that's and then, and then, you know, like probably somewhere around 140 in Vegas or so. <laughs> wow, man. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to put on the Jawa robes and <laughs> like, like, go hide in a sand crawler for a while. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. But yeah. So yeah, it's going to get hot. And that's, uh, it is what it is. Can't avoid it. Well, just stay inside, man. Well, that's my plan. I stay inside. Stay inside. Every inside day. Drink that's kind water. Of my, that's kind of my life right now. I <laughs> just stay inside all day, every day. Stay away from Gatorade and junk like that. That's just the sugar is no good for you. But uh, yeah, no. drink a lot of water if you yeah. want to. Uh, yeah, put uh, like a wedge of lemon in there. Get the electrolytes. Pretty much all going. I drink is water. So good for you. I don't really stress uh, about it too much. You don't uh, don't work outside. No. Holy moly! Really? Though? I'm going to watch the temperatures. That's terrible. Ugh. 120 for several days. Oh my yeah. goodness, that seems just excessive. More fun. I'm curious to see if the AC kick. I turned the air conditioning, the thermostat up to 82, so I'll be curious to see if it kicks on while we're recording. But anyway, because uh, it was running before, and I'm like, okay, maybe we got to turn uh, it up a little more. So we'll see. Well, man, if you have to go outside for long periods of time, wear sunscreen, yeah. block the sun, not the fun. Well, it's only bad here, like in the in my apartment, it's only bad for a little bit. It doesn't get super hot anyway because of the brick construction, but. 
the uh, the sun comes right in through the windows at like four or four thirty, which is kind of like the hottest Ooh. part of the day. So Yuck. we'll see. I'll be yucky. curious to see what happens. That's why I keep the blinds closed like all the time. Yucky, yucky, yucky. Uh, well, what about at night? What do the temperatures look like at night? Do they drop down uh, below a certain, uh, like no, a comfortable thing, or uh, does it stay in the hundreds at night? Ugh, that would be awful. Well, it'll usually, especially when it gets up really high, usually typically in July or August or whatever. So some day, there are some days where it's 100, and it like, won't drop below 100 till like 9 o'clock. <sighs> After that, it cools off because we're, you know, we're in a desert, so the ground heat will radiate out and stuff. So it'll usually drop, but not... Holy moly. Um yeah, it's usually not so much that it's like, okay, we're good immediately go outside. It's like cold, you know. We're, mm-hmm. I mean, we are in a desert, but the low is usually, I mean, the low is usually like in the 80s, um, but usually like mid 80s. And that probably uh, feels like sweet so. relief to you guys. When it's well, I have, air, con- well, I have air conditioning, it's already in the 70s. So it's set, oh, set in the 70s typically. Right. So I don't, uh, yeah, no, I don't really think about that. You know, the funny part is now I'm thinking about because because uh, I've been thinking about moving in the fall away from Phoenix. Now I'm like, hmm, I'm wondering if I should just go north and find someplace really cold for a change. Move to Alaska. There's Welcome no people. The, yeah. Welcome to the show, eh? Huh? I yeah. Right. No people. That's right. Yeah. So. Yeah. You can get some. See you what, get some. Uh, get some uh, sled dogs and. Build yourself a big igloo. Mm. That'd be nice. My boss was smart. She's on vacation this next week. Nanook of the North over here. She went to, she's out of, my boss went on vacation this week. Smart woman. Mm -hmm. Where'd she go? Uh, She was visiting family out of state. Mm. Florida. Someplace cooler. No. no. Oh. (laughs) You know what? It's, uh, you know, uh, in the Bay Area, it's going to get, into the triple digits, they've already told us it's going to get hot. Yeah, hot this weekend. Uh, it's it's warm. Uh, mm-hmm. It's warm already. Yeah. <clears throat> so mm-hmm. we'll see. Uh, it, you know, this time of year, uh, we had a we ha- we used to have a huge tree out front of our uh, out front of our house. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, the uh, the tree would provide shade um, pretty much all afternoon. So like as soon as noon one o'clock would hit the 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 um, or two the the shade from the tree would just engulf our house, and so our house was nice and cool. Well, something happened to that tree; it got sick or it was rotting, or and the homeowners association here felt like it was uh, a, a danger; it was going to fall over. You know, they had a tree specialist here. They tried to save it, whatever. And one day we came home and the tree was gone. And, oh, boy, was it hot. <laughs> the hot, the house just was so hot. Um, and then we put a bunch of ceiling fans in and, yeah. But uh, and then they, and they planted a little tree out there. And I, every day I go out there, I'm like, come on, little tree. <laughs> You, you want some grow. steroids? Yeah. You want some steroids? Maybe some growth hormone? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I did want to do a little bit of follow-up from, from last week. We had talked about the passing of Adam West. Yes. Uh, tragically. They, LA, the city of L.A. did that really cool thing. They actually lit up a real bat signal did they really? on City Hall Yeah, in, oh. in his memory. Um, oh, I think cool. that was on Wednesday. Uh, that was pretty cool. So oh. was, um, there's there's footage of it. There's pictures and things. Um, I which I like. That. That, that was really cool. Oh, that is nice. I see yeah. this. That was, uh, you know, and they've never done that before. But it was like, yeah, we'll just yeah, we'll honor him, and that's that's cool. But there was also um, what I liked was you know they had the the DC show uh, Powerless this year, which unfortunately got canceled. Um, mm-hmm. And there were a group of unaired episodes, but they released one in particular which was kind of the one right before the season finale, but Adam West had a guest star appearance in it. Mm. That's freaking hilarious. And I've got it. So, cause they put it on YouTube, DC, DC actually put it up on YouTube wow. uh, for folks. So that'll be there and we'll put it in the show notes as well. It's only up there for a limited time. So I highly recommend watching it. Even if you've never seen the show before mm. his, his cameo is hilarious. Like every moment is absolutely hilarious. It's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Um, 
and he's so good at that. But that's comedy's always been kind of his thing. So mm-hmm. that was he was always mm-hmm. really, really it's very kind of echoes sort of his his work on Family Guy a little bit too. And yeah. Uh and I really liked it. So it was um yeah, it was really touching. So oh. I'm glad they aired it. I really wish they put the rest of the episodes up because I want to see how the season ends. Yeah, right. But um but this because I did watch the show and it was okay. Like it wasn't great, so mm. I'm not totally shocked it got canceled, but Mm. I would have liked to have seen the rest of the series at least. Right. Um, well, I'm looking at this article from USA Today about the lighting up of the uh, bat signal. Mm-hmm. And uh, what was interesting was uh, the mayor led the crowd in singing the Batman theme song. I'd like to see that <laughs> on video if we could find that. And then uh, actor Burt Ward, yeah. uh, who played Robin. Yep. Um, uh, he was there with the bat phone, bat yeah, phone so, from yeah, the from the actual uh, yeah. A couple of Batmobiles out on the scene. Um, the the original Batmobile, not, not the modern one, but oh. the uh, the '66 Batmobile. They, there were a couple of replica Batmobiles out there, and yeah, yeah, it was a yep. huge gathering and stuff. I guess. So I don't yeah, know I want to see video of the crowd this. singing the na 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 Batman. Um, but not to not to overshadow uh, this very tragic event. But uh, in an article right next to this thing, uh, I'm I'm looking at Carrie Fisher. Uh, Carrie Fisher, uh, the coroner's report came out. Yes, and it saw, it said that she had died from sleep apnea and other factors. Well, that that contributed oh. basically. Yeah, it what contributed. Happened. It, was, it contributed to the cardiac event that eventually. Uh, right. Right, ended her life, but that was yeah. The other factors were drugs, and that you know it was other older things, things that kind of came back to. I mean, it's in the article, and they weren't right. shocked. You know, nobody nobody's running from that. Yeah, yeah. And it was just kind of like, well, and it wasn't. It showed signs of having taken multiple drugs. Probably nothing illegal. There were probably prescriptions or yeah, something like that. I would guess. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, speaking from um, somebody that has gotten diagnosed uh, with sleep apnea, that is nothing to mess around with. Uh, I sleep with a CPAP machine now, and I have mm. to tell you, it's the best thing that ever happened. Um, uh, my story is I was not sleeping very well. I would wake up with my shirt was soaked. Like I would have really bad night sweats. And my chest would hurt, and I just would feel exhausted. Like, I would sleep, well, where I thought I was sleeping for 10 hours, but I would wake up incredibly tired and exhausted. And so I went to the doctor, and I went through a couple of sleep studies, and they diagnosed me with sleep apnea, and I got hooked up with a CPAP machine, and mm. problem solved. I actually sleep very well now. I have lucid dreams. I have amazing, clear dreams. And uh, I sleep really well. So uh, snoring is the first sign uh, that there's something wrong. Um, And so, you know, tip tip for you, our listeners, whoever, uh, if you're snoring, talk to your doctor because you may you may have a sleep disorder that you don't know about. But uh, but the CPAP machine, a lot of people are very apprehensive about sleeping with the machine because they think they have to put the fighter pilot mask on, you know. Yeah, and and they, and have this monstrosity next to you, and it's gonna be loud, and you can't sleep. No, I sleep with this. I sleep with uh, the the nose pillows one. It just goes in my nose, and the hose goes over my head. And the box that sits next to me is probably a little bit bigger than a than a tissue box, mm. uh, and it's totally portable. I take it with me everywhere, you know, um, when we go on vacation. I found. And I know. Yeah, great. at some point I'll talk to my doctor. Although my my insurance benefit year is going to restart soon, so I got deductibles and out of pocket. It's like oh, uh, and I've already got physical therapy to deal with. I got enough to deal with right now. But um, the funny thing was I've I've tried. I know I've tried like those those breathe 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 right strips. Yeah, I think on the nose and stuff. It yep. actually didn't hurt. It it kind of helped, but they don't yeah. stay. They don't stay in place no. overnight. So well, there's was, that, and and that's just that's just one thing. If the, if the obstruction yeah. is in your nose, yeah. right? Mine is actually in my throat. When I when I'm sleeping, my throat completely yeah. relaxes. And that's my usually airway, what that's what happens to most people. Yeah. Right, my airway gets blocked, and so what the CPAP machine does is it provides an air stint. So that and it pressurizes your uh, respiratory system, but uh, you know, not getting not getting the right air, you know, or if you have if you're dealing with sleep apnea, you're dealing with <clears throat> not getting enough oxygen, 
you're dealing with not sleeping, right? So you, mm-hmm. you, you have to get into that REM cycle, which doesn't happen. Uh, um, and, and then uh, basically, you know, you might be fighting to stay alive in the middle of the night. And, you know, if poor Carrie Fisher was dealing with any of that, she probably, you know, didn't. Well, we, we know the outcome, but. Um, yeah. But uh, but yeah but that but that's how they that's what they told me they said your oxygen level is extremely low you're waking up a lot you're not sleeping and then they measured my brain waves and they said you're not even you're not even dipping down into REM at all and uh, you're you're snoring very loudly right <clears throat> and so the uh, that was the first half of the of the uh, sleep study it was four hours of four hours of monitor nothing right like go to sleep normally right and that's what they and then they wake you up halfway through, so they wake you up. You go to bed at nine. They wake you up at one, and then they hook you. You know, you're already you're already all hooked up. But what they do is they they uh, fit you with the CPAP machine that's next to you, and then they yeah. and then you go back. You just you fall back asleep immediately, and they measure everything. <clears throat> and for me, they told me right away. They're like, "We got to show you this," and they showed my blood oxygen levels. They showed my breathing rate they showed where i was sleeping they showed my brain waves and they were like here's you before here's you after and you after is is perfect that that machine just righted everything cool and so yeah and so i've i've had it ever since and i was a little apprehensive at first too i'll admit it i didn't want to sleep with the machine i'd rather i would have rather gone through surgery uh to fix whatever but they said that's not always a guarantee yeah that you go through the surgery you go through all this uncomfortableness. They shave back whatever. They do all this other stuff, and then more cases than not, uh, you still have the sleep apnea to deal with. But um, but it's been great. I, I highly recommend and encourage anybody that if you're dealing with a sleep disorder, see your doctor. Go through the sleep study. If they recommend a CPAP machine, it's wonderful. It actually is a wonderful thing. Cool. It's not the sexiest thing in the world, but no, but. Know. Presumably, if you're you're looking for that, then you're not going to be using the machine anyway. No, uh, at that point. So right. So anyway, that's my that's my little tip. Take it from there. It's up to you. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So do we want to talk about this awful monstrosity that we both had to endure this morning? We must. Uh, <sighs> I, I do believe we must. Um, it wasn't as bad as he keeps saying it is. Uh, I think it was just it was just. Look, kinda, listen, listen. This I coming from the way, dude that likes the last Starfighter, you it wasn't have lost bad. your credibility, sir. Hush your mouth and you sit there in your wrongness about the last Starfighter and be wrong. It wasn't bad. It was just kind of meh. Yeah, it was and that's meh. How, that's Me how I too. Feel. It was a very meh movie, and it's right. the only one of the, the original trilogy. It actually got a PG thirteen rating. Um, what do the other ones have? R? Uh, yeah, they're R-rated. Oh, uh, right. But I think, honestly, I think it's mainly just because the PG-13 rating didn't exist before right. that. I don't know. Right. I, I you know what? That... Uh, side note. Yep. I would love to revisit movies that originally got an R rating to see if they still would have an R rating today. Yeah. You well, know. here's the thing. Well, this is the thing is... is and that's the thing because uh, Thunderdome came out in 85. The others are predated. PG-13 didn't exist until 84. Oh, but the film right. itself was really kind of tamed down. Oh, it totally, it's, it totally it's was a much tamer. Down. It's a much tamer version than the previous yes. movies anyway. Right. So, yeah, I can see. I mean, PG-13 is probably still the correct rating for it because there's not a lot of violence and it's not really bloody and it's not, you know, it's not super bad. The other ones, uh, Matt, Road Warrior, yeah, that really kind of needs an R rating. Because there's some nudity in it too, and even the first one, yeah, you know, it's kind of it's borderline, but yeah, I mean, that could go either way. Yeah, to reevaluate, you know, uh, but they don't. Yeah, I'm surprised they don't kind of reevaluate some of these. And be like, oh yeah, hey, yeah, maybe we should maybe we should look at this, you know, because times change, and you know, um, I remember that. I was trying to remember. There was one movie. Oh, what was it? Like, yeah, I'm blanking on it now. It's like it was an R rating back then, but I look at it now, I'm like, mm, uh, yeah, no, PG-13, maybe. Yeah. PG, possibly. Yeah. Yeah, it was like really borderline. I'm just like, given today's movies? Yeah, I don't think so. But, you know, at the time, though, it makes sense. Yeah. So, so if anybody hasn't seen this, 
uh, or yeah. if they have, uh, spoiler alert for a 30-year-old movie. Um, I'm not going to sound the, the horn for that because no, it's not worth here, it. Here, I, I have a horn for it. Should we do oh, it? Oh, I'm sure you do. Let's, let's do it. Here. You, well, yeah. Fine. Ah! Oh, whatever. Stupid. You're strangling a kazoo? What's going on over there? <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so this basically picks up... Supposedly, from what I understand, it's like about 10 to 15 years after the last one. Okay. Which is weird. But... Um, and apparently, nuclear war has destroyed what little is left of civilization. I'm like, wasn't that what happened in the last? Like, movie? what is the, is the whole planet a desert now? I'm confused. Yeah, it seems like it. Basically, I don't know. he's so Max. You don't see him right away, but he, there's this vehicle coming through the desert, and then this plane like strafes it a couple times, knocks him off, and he and then they steal the vehicle and, as the plane flies away. It was basically this guy and his little mini me kid. Yeah, um, steal the plane. And it, then it reveals that the guy, because he's all dressed up in, well, robes, kind of. I mean, it's all swaddled up because it's the desert. Yeah. Uh, and it's revealed that it's Max. And so he just, he chases after them on foot. With no um, shoes. Ends Barefoot. Up in, yeah. Well, no, he has boots on. No, he had boots because he found the boots. But when he was when he was running, he was barefoot. Hmm. Yes. I he found the that. boots off. To, yes, he found boots oh, off to right. the side of the road. Oh, okay. I didn't notice it, and I didn't really care. So I didn't either. It was just one of those uh, so things I was like, after dang, him. that's got to be painful. He's so, yeah, that's, that's a detail. It really doesn't matter. Um, I paid way too much attention to this movie then. <laughs> yeah, see, that's that's probably your problem. That's maybe why I enjoyed it more. I was only paying half attention. Um, you know, checking email, <laughs> checking, reading Facebook, right. talking to you, going on, you know, like, calling your mom. Hi, Mom. Movie's playing in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Not that early in the morning. Jeez. Um, Call your mother. She'd like to hear from you. I can't. She's she's out, she's out of the country right now. So oh, that doesn't uh, matter. <clears throat> anyway, so the he winds up in in Bartertown. Who Barter runs Bartertown? Uh, <laughs> it's you. basically yeah. um, it's basically like most of the other post-apocalyptic generic cities you see in every post-apocalyptic movie there is. Right. Um, Embargo now. And it's being run by, uh, it's basically these two kind of competing sides. You've got Tina Turner on one side in this really weird, skimpy chainmail dress. Mm-hmm. Up in the, uh, up in that's the. Like uh, a, that looks like it weighs like 100 pounds. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Um, she's up and, high, wherever she is. She's up like kind of a satellite dish that's, yeah. uh, whatever, I don't know. What, and this what high hair that I'm pretty sure is a wig, mm-hmm. um, even for her. But I feel like they would have had to cut a lot of snare off because it's like really looks like it's got a severely reheating headlines. That just did not look natural. So I don't know if they had to put a bald cap on her or what they did for that to I make that know. look that way. Um, and then you've got um, Master Blaster, who's like a combo midget Hulk <laughs> guy, like a midget riding on the back of, of the Hulk. Or a know, deep sea diver. <laughs> yeah, you know, well, the Hulk with a giant. Well, it's like, uh, like Bioshock with Big Daddy and the little girl. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, no, maybe not. Nah, I don't know. I, I've never played Bioshock. I just remember the pictures. Um, but so they've they're kind of fighting because Master Blaster. It's it's two people. So there's Master, who's the dwarf, and he's like the super smart one, and then there's Blaster, who's the muscle. Right. And, and he rides they, on like a uh, like a. It's not even like a backpack. A, he rides on the dudes. He's like he rides a, around. A he high. rides around like three PO on Chewbacca, basically, like a dismantled three PO. Up on there, Chewbacca. yeah, right. It's up high on yeah. the dude's shoulders. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. So you can see what's going on and kind of steer him. Um, exactly. But basically, he Master Blaster runs like the furnace. Um, the their energy. power generation system, which comes from big crap. There you go. Okay, I know you wanted to talk about that a lot for some reason. Well, it comes from That's methane. how I felt about the movie. It specifically, this... comes from methane that comes from the pig crap. Big crap, so, which is actually really smart. So, in in the sense of generating energy, yeah, yeah, you know, that in the post apocalypse, hey, well done. Why not? You know, well done. So, but where'd you get the pigs in the desert? I'm now not where? even gonna. Yeah, there's you know, holes it, in this story that I don't. Pretty understand. much, you know, it's just a show. You should really just relax. I'm all right. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna settle down. So, um, so basically. Uh, Tina Turner makes a deal with Max 
Yeah. Uh, and she basically hires him to kill Master Blaster. Because mm-hmm, uh, so she can so she can fully take over Barter Town. Right. Exactly. Um, so Max goes down there, and immediately kind of turns table because they're trying to disarm his car. Like he finds his vehicle that was stolen from him at the beginning. Mm-hmm. So he's trying to take it, get it back. So he he turns around and like is like. Yeah, no. Um, well, it has the well, dynamite. Was, it has the dynamite because yeah. he was protecting his gasoline. Remember that? Well, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. From well, no, because remember, he. It's just an, it's another rig similar to the one from the last movie because it's not the same car. All oh, right. Remember, right. they blew up the car in the last movie. That's right. So, uh, but right. same same principle. Right. And so he's like, he offers to disarm the car. Um, I don't even remember what the what the reward was other than he gets to live, which is pretty much all his sole driving force is just surviving. Yeah. Um, and then something happens and he welches on the deal or yeah something like that. So that master blaster. That so according to the rules of Barter Town, they have to fight in the titular Thunderdome. What? No, um, I uh, something what, like something was like that, that it. There was no. I yeah, think was, I think I think uh, was she wanted the master blaster dead. Yes. And then she and, wanted it to happen in Thunderdome. Well, she and didn't then, say she uh, wanted it to happen in Thunderdome. She said it well, was... Well, she pointed it, was, it out. She's like, Thunderdome, right? Well, yeah, they talk about that. that it, well, she was pointing out... Two man in, one man out. That's going to be the to do it. So if you provoke him, right. you can if go you in pick there and a fight. fight and you, because you, right. can only, you will only fight Blaster as... Right, because uh, yeah, Mad Max... It. Well, Mad Max was like, well, how do I get him in there? And she yeah. goes, simple. Pick a fight. You know, yeah, whatever. it was basically... Well, because... Yeah. So he did. So he does. He picks the fight. They end up in Thunderdome, uh, which is basically a giant, you know, dome. I mean, it's a dome. It's not made of thunder, unfortunately, but I mean, it's it's a big metal dome. It's a a cage match, basically, is what it is. Sort of. It's like like that thing at a kid's playground, you know, where it's like a dome. It's made of metal. You can climb on it. It's like a half dome. Yeah, a jungle, it's a jungle gym, gym, but it's like the dome. It's a jungle huge, gym. yeah. It's a jungle gym the size of an aircraft hangar, right? Basically, Pretty big. and and they get up on these, and all the people are like climbed up on the frame to watch the fight, and right. they hang like they hang these weapons, and they strap Max and Blaster in these like bungee harnesses, <laughs> uh, and so they basically have to bounce yeah. around until they can grab the weapons and kill each other with them. Right. Uh, so they fight, they fight, they fight, they fight. Blaster loses, and Max is about to kill him, and he turns out that Blaster's actually just this retarded kid who kind of grew up into a retarded adult. Yep. And so Master really is literally the brains of this guy. Mm-hmm. So Max chooses not to kill him, so Auntie does kill him, and then decides to um, to punish Max for violating the law, which the law of Thunderdome, right. which is two men enter, one man leave. So it's like, oh, so they spin... No, the it's wheel. Break, break the deal, no, spin, spin the, wheel. the wheel. Yeah, oh, the, oh God, God, that wheel. And then everybody's and chanting it, you know. It's true. Break the deal, you know, spin the wheel, break the what deal, I really, spin the wheel. What I specifically loved about Maddening. it was the the wheel had a spin again option on it. Because <laughs> it's basically everything on the wheel is these really horrifying things like death. Basically, most of this stuff leads to death at some point. So you've got death or hard labor or life in prison or... And they've Gulag. got Auntie's Choice, so she can pick stuff for forfeit goods. Um, yeah. And it's got this spin again slot. And I'm like, what the hell? Uh. <laughs> really? So that made that did make me laugh. I was really hoping it would end up on spin again. But it ends up on Gulag, which apparently is not prison, which is Underworld, because you basically end up, you know, shoveling pig crap. Pig but, crap. So it's not, the Gulag's not a prison. They literally just strap him backwards on a horse, or I don't remember what they strapped him on. I think yeah, it, was it was a horse. horse. It was a black and horse. And put a, put a weird, like, Mardi Gras like, hat on Mardi Gras paper mache giant <laughs> yeah. head on him. Who's and they that smack. guy with the big head? Uh, so, oh, keep going. And smack the nice. and basically send the horse out into the, because he's tied up, so he can't steer the horse, and they send the horse out into the desert, and presumably. They smack the, they smack the horse on the rear end, and whoosh. Presumably, presumably send yeah. him out to his death. And so they spend the next 10 minutes. He's like, basically, at some point, he falls off the horse. The horse ends up in quicksand and, and perishes. Um, yep. No animals were actually hurt in the making of this movie. Nope. As far as I know. Yep. Um, but so then Max is basically laying down there in the sand, like face down as these sandstorms come by and start covering his body. And it's mm-hmm. like for 10 minutes. It's mm-hmm. like super long. Maybe mm-hmm. it just feels like it's super long. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure it was pretty long. Um, again, George Miller and those guys, great visuals, mm. but it's just kind of, yeah. Uh, and so then this, then this woman finds him, the young woman, 
uh, finds him, drags him back through the desert to her place, uh, signaling, of course, the other residents of that place uh, as though she's reciting the immigrant song. Yeah. Ah! Yeah, pretty much. Come on, do it. Do it. And the do other, the rest of that. You do, you do the do 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 do. Come on, that'll be cool. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do yeah. It. So the kids Go. come back. Go do it. Come on. Do it. Oh. You gotta keep going. Well, no. You you you've got that part. That's why I I you know I was trying to not to. Well, do you have an echo cool thing on your end? I do not. Well, there you go. Yeah, that's why I was trying not to play over you. That's what. You can do it. Just no, keep doing that. We, right, okay, we're getting off topic here. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> just wanted to have some fun, whatever. So the kids watch her come through the land of ice and snow. No, it's just sand and more sand. Sorry. <laughs> right. Um, sand and, so and they heat. Dr- yes. <laughs> we come from the land of the Anna, sand and heat. Anakin Skywalker would have hated post-apocalyptic Australia. Let me just Holy say that. Holy moly. Um, so she drags him to save. They spend another 10 minutes like cleaning and grooming him while he's unconscious, apparently. <laughs> right, exactly. They gave him a shave <laughs> and a haircut. Yeah. Two bits. Um, so, <laughs> two bits of what? I don't know, his flesh? I, <laughs> like, two bits. Ugh. It takes on a whole new meaning in the post-apocalypse, let me tell you. Mm-hmm. Um, so then he comes to, he finds out they're basically all kids, with the exception of a couple of teenagers here yeah. and there, uh, and, and a couple that are pretty close to 18, I think, who's like the, the one guy who's like the alpha male of the group. Right. Uh, and the woman who found him, she's sort of like the alpha female. Alpha female. Alpha female. Um, <laughs> Named Savannah. I, I female, female, you said, female. You were starting to say she I started to, and I corrected myself because she. I was going to say alpha. She, yeah, I'm glad I caught myself. No, alpha she's female. actually, and so she. She's quite strong-willed. Like I was really impressed it's the with the female man. With female I was really impressed Bart. with her, her drive, and it was kind of like she dragged right, him. She's she's convinced that he is. Captain Walker. Um, there's Captain Walker. They 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 do much like Return of the Jedi with the with the droids telling the Ewoks their story. Yeah. Uh, th- these kids tell Max the story of how they ended up there, which was there was a plane crash, yeah. and um, during during the apocalypse again some 15 years before, which I assume was like at the end of the Road Warrior or something oh. like that, or somewhere in between. Yeah. So the plane crashes, and then the captain, whose last name was Walker, and I think. Um, his wife, or something like that. They they basically go off into the desert to get help. Mm-hmm. Was the legend was they went and they were supposed to come back. Mm-hmm. Um, of course they never do, and oh. so they think that Max is Walker, and he's like, no, no, I'm not. Seriously, I'm not. Yeah, you know, no. And but then a group of them, led by this woman, this girl Savannah, who found him are convinced that Walker will come back so they're going to go off into the desert on their own. Yep. To go to Tomorrow Marland or, you know, this Tomorrow basically Marland. this haven this haven that they were going to. Yeah. Tomorrow and Max Marland. threatens them by shooting a gun at them to keep them in the play and like punching the girl in the face. He decked that chick. I was like, "My god, what a what? dick." I was just like lost all respect for Max after that. like, "Oh, come on." I know that was a just but I got it. I understood it. It was just kind of like it was kind of harsh. But I was like, you know what? He's trying to. He's doing it for their own good. Like he's they're in a good place. Yeah. Um. Nobody knows they're there. Yeah. You know, it's better to just keep it that way. Water especially everywhere. Especially because the nearest place is Barter Town, as he does <laughs> explain to them. Like you do not want to go there. Yeah. So these kids leave anyway because they sneak off in the middle of the night. Yeah. Um. And sure enough, they end up at Barter Town and get caught. Stupid so kids. it basically then it becomes then it be, goes from being a Mad Max movie to a Lord of the Flies movie to a rescue movie mm-hmm. where they hit where he's got to lead some of these other kids into Barter Town uh, mm-hmm. through some secret tunnels that lead into Underworld where the pigs are. Big um, crap. Yep. yep. And and Pig Killer who um, is the guy who helps tend kind of helps tend the pigs down there and stuff. <laughs> yeah. So they break him free. They break the kids free. They get loose. It leads into a mighty chase where the Nazis, no, I'm sorry, Tina Turner's goons yeah. come after them. Yep. Uh, they end up on a, like a rail car. I'm not sure where the railroad track came from. Me and, either. And for, for all the sandstorms, that track remains remarkably clean. Sure was. <laughs> it's like dust repellent metal. I don't that know. That was a well-kept railroad track. It's true. And they really should be building everything <laughs> out of that railroad because because it's it like repels dust. 
Yeah. So it's never covered over, even with the nope. sandstorm, the wind blowing it, the cars running over it, like it's fine. Right. So it's they're impervious to, a, to the uh, quicksand or whatever. It won't sink in yeah. the sand. Yeah. It leads to a mighty chase, and a bunch of people die. A mighty, mostly the mighty mostly, chase. mostly the bad guys. Um. And then the they, they get to a point. I don't remember exactly what happens with the railroad car, but they stop after a point because they get up and meet up with the plane. Oh, the trail, the train ended. Oh, the yeah, track the tra- ended. track okay. ended. Just abruptly okay, so ended. The, so they run off, but the plane lands from the beginning where they were stealing, and he threatens them. But then he sees that that Tina Turner's goons are coming. Tina Turner mm-hmm. and her goons, because she's driving. Sure is in, her, um, in those heels. She was yeah. she was maneuvering the sand yeah, was, in those was, heels and negotiating that sand in those hey, heels fantastically. You know? Yeah, and so um, so he he's he, the, for some reason the pilot offers to rescue them all. So he sure cram does. all the kids on the plane, um, and they find out there's not enough runway. Which I'm not sure why they're flying towards them instead of away from them to take off. Uh, maybe it's heading into the wind. I don't know. Yeah, man. Uh, so Max basically sacrifices himself mm-hmm. sacrifices his own escape uh mm-hmm. to a lot to grab one of the other vehicles and drive in front of them so they play chicken with tina turner and get them out of the way so the plane could take off and get to safety so the plane flies off and he crashes the car because he apparently can't drive long term worth a damn because uh, he's done that in every single movie <laughs> he always ends up crashing right. the vehicle he's in right um but he's injured and just kind of lying in the sand. And Tina Turner comes up with a couple of her goons and they're going to shoot him, but she stops him, um, says some snarky stuff, gets in the car, drives away, and just basically leaves him out there in the middle of nowhere, presumably to die. Mm-hmm. Um, how, how merciful. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so you never see the kids. And it didn't occur to me to go, as I see the plane fly off, I'm like, couldn't if once they leave, couldn't they swing back for him? Or right, <laughs> like, that seems no. kind of harsh. Yeah, you know, <laughs> just swing back, pick him up, so he can go with you to tomorrow, Marland. But no, nope. no, they're nope. gone. And just like the last movie, we get a voiceover at the end. This time again, the the woman Savannah talking about the guy that saved us and saved us. Yeah, let them escape to tomorrow, Marland with the stories and the learning and the oh yeah, you know, it's me. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, and that's the end of that's the movie. How it felt. You know, it was. Uh, but it was for Byron. Uh, Who's Byron? Byron was the producer. Uh, Byron Kennedy, uh-huh. who was who was uh, Miller's producing partner. Yeah. So when you see Kennedy Miller production, that's yeah. he's the Kennedy, and he was the guy. Uh-huh. He died in a helicopter crash while he was location scouting uh-huh. for God. Beyond Thunderdome. Yeah. Um, kind of like at the end of Contact, where it says, "For Carl." Right. Yeah. Basically, uh, you know, because you know, nice, when we because they when die saw, before the movie comes out, that's you see that with right. the crow, the crow had that for Brandon Lee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, During Contact, though, uh, others, it, yeah. we were in this theater, right, and it's uh, it's totally quiet at the end. It says for Carl, right? Oh. One dude, one dude in the theater goes, "Who's Carl?" <laughs> <laughs> and everybody heard it. Everybody heard it. We're like, "Who's Carl?" That's <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Nicely done. Who's Carl? Uh, maybe he's just trolling. <laughs> Who knows? No, it was that's, so funny. Good. Who's Carl? <laughs> I'll never forget that. Yeah. Well, why should All you? Right. It's really funny. Well, so when this came up, it was like for Byron. I was like, who's Byron? <laughs> yeah. Well, even I, even when I saw it, I was like, wait. Oh, wait. That's right. That's who that was. Because I knew ah, about that right. before I watched the movie. But then I'm like, oh, that's right. That's who that was. It took me a second. Even I got caught up in a second. I'm like, uh, oh, yeah. yeah I, so. I didn't even let the credits roll. I just was like, as soon as I saw credits, I was like, yeah, now Done. there is now we're not going to do it, but there is one more Mad Max movie in the series, which is Fury Road. that came out in 2015. Ugh. It's worth watching once because again, the visuals are even way beyond Thunderdome. Just visually, like I'm it's done. really well constructed, and it's. I'm out. Right, but the, but there's even less story, so you know. I'm out. I'm done. If I'm you done like me, Max-ers. if you like me, are, are big on story and character. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, you can kind of, you can kind of skip Fury Road, but if you like visuals, it's worth watching once. I think um, supposedly there's a version. The black and white version looks even cooler, but uh, I don't know. Um, but even that supposedly, like the sequel, takes place after Thunderdome, which makes sense because when I watch, um, like his reaction at the beginning, it kind of makes sense. But he's younger than he is in Thunderdome, so I don't know. It's like yeah, I, I don't even keep track anymore. Whatever, it's a movie. Eh. So there. <laughs> So yeah, so it yeah, it's not a bad film. If you haven't seen it before, like you really want to see all the Mad Max movies, obviously watch it with the rest. 
I think out of the three, I think I still like the Road Warrior the best, just for story. Like I liked it. It was much more it had much more action to it. I think and just all around like it, and it certainly was the most impactful on the industry as far as creating post-apocalyptic movies go. But otherwise, yeah. And from the look on your face, I'm pretty sure we can just skip them all. And you know, if you don't want to see them, it's you know. No, no skin off my nose, and it's not the end of the world. So, mm. well, if you want to, you can actually read the entire movie on scriptorama.com. Yes, you, you can. Uh, you can, or you can read the entire synopsis on Rotten Tomatoes, which is pretty solid. Oh. It's a pretty thorough synopsis of the movie. Um, oh, pretty good summary of the God. movie, and it's actually eighty-one percent on Rotten Tomatoes for. Beyond Thunderdome, which is interesting to me. I don't know why it's interesting to me, but it is. Uh, but to be fair, the first Mad Max movie had ninety is still at ninety percent. Well, which you know, and it, that's not a bad movie either. It's like that's the thing. None of these movies are terrible, but they're not exactly you know. I mean, it, it's not exactly like high, you know, high quality mm. movies. I appreciate what George Miller could do on a budget. For sure. So, okay. You know what? I, I suppose so. No, I know. I just... Road Warriors got ninety eight percent. So ninety eight percent. It does. It has ninety eight percent on on Rotten Tomatoes, and the audience score is eighty five. So, oh, well, like I said, I even I think I do think it's the best of the three, oh. but but then it does. Yeah, things kind of f- filter off a little, trail off a bit, and. Yeah, Fury Road. Again, Fury Road's not bad, but it just feels like it's Whatever. just. It feels like it's just visuals, mm-hmm. and that has ninety-seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So there's no accounting for taste, mm-hmm. and everybody's taste is different, though. So you know that's yeah. that's why yeah. I don't I I don't read a lot of critics. Wonder Woman's only got ninety-two percent, and that's like the best movie ever. So yeah. you know I don't know what to think about that yeah. anymore ever. Yeah. And just like yeah, yeah, yeah. So there. So there, we yeah. did it. Yeah. So when, there you go. Look, we talked about it. We only we only took twenty minutes to talk about the movie. So uh, that's twenty minutes too much. <laughs> oh come on, come on. No, no it wasn't. The, the kids uh, were, and that's the thing. The problem was it was like watching three different movies. I suppose in one, and it three wasn't different like bad movies. Eh? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was like if they just I, but it stayed, did feel like if they had just feel... stayed in Barter Town, or they just done their thing with the kids, or. Yeah, you know, combine some two of the three, it would have been fine. I think the three of them together just was like, eh, you know. And yeah. it's, I mean, it's it, it's it's a short movie, but it's still longer than the other two, mm-hmm. uh, I think, in terms of runtime. So, yeah, I, I don't know. You know, it's uh, it is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah, I mean, Fury Road's definitely longer, for whatever freaking reason. Good, but. <laughs> it's, it is, it's just it's longer. It is longer. I think uh, Road Warrior is barely an hour and a half. Um, I think Mad Max is yeah, it's also an hour and a half. Yeah, so just did, one, yeah when I was a kid, yeah. it, it didn't appeal to me. Like all my friends were watching, like oh my god, Mad Max, you can see that. And uh, I was not interested in it. Now as an adult, I'm not even less interested. Well, that, and that's okay. <laughs> you know, I think it's not. I think yeah. it's not necessarily for everybody. It was one of those we just. No. I know we were looking for stuff from the '80s that neither of us had seen, and there you go. So we suffered through the Mad Max series, so we could see those things. You know. Ooh, what's next? What's the next series that we should watch? I don't know. It's uh, we'll have we to discuss it, that. I yes, we be, should give it some thought. We should, and we'll take some time with that. Um, let me think. So what's coming up here? It's yeah, no. Well, we talked about Adam West. We talked about mm. that. We talked about Wonder Woman some more. Oh my god, it's still I did go see it again last weekend. You did. I did. Um and I enjoyed it just as much the second time. So Wonderful. it was I went after we recorded last week, I went to go see it again. Wonderful. I enjoyed it very much. Yeah. I got I it didn't I wasn't as impacted by it as I was the first time because obviously I'd seen it already, so I knew what was coming. But there are still moments that I that I that I enjoyed and and things and listening to it with a different audience. I went and saw it in the large format, mm. which didn't really add anything for me. Mainly because mm-hmm. that large format theater doesn't have the reclining seats, so it was kind of oh, uncomfortable. I love those those luxury oh. loungers. Oh, they're okay, but they actually differ from theater to theater. I went um, 
Uh, Rift Tracks Live had an event this month. They did a live show uh, this last week uh, on Thursday. It was like a, a, a collection of shorts. Um, and so I went to that. But the theater I went to, the, the recliner wasn't as comfortable as some of the other ones I've been to. Mm-hmm. And my back was starting to hurt. So I'm like, I actually left because I was like, I was tired. My back was starting to hurt. I'm like, I can't stay through all this and it sucks. Wow. But, and I feel bad because Lord knows I spent money um, on that. But yeah, it happens. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen the movie My Bodyguard? Long time I ago? I have. It was a long time ago, but I have seen it. We, we talked about that before when we first started talking about the, the movie yeah. club stuff. So yeah, yeah, I, yeah, do, yeah. I do remember... Uh, yeah, I have seen it. It's just been a really long time, so I don't I don't remember a ton of it. But I remember right. Adam Baldwin was in it as the actual bodyguard, and like Matt Dillon and I think who it was is, Matt Dillon. Wait, who is the Matt bodyguard? Uh, Adam Baldwin from Firefly, Ad- and yeah, Adam Baldwin, really? Yes. Huh. He's not that. not of the Baldwin brothers. Oh, I see, um, I see. he is. No, it just they just he have was the same Mike. Last name. I thought he was so Mike. Long, yeah, this I is thought my so bodyguard, too. Mike. Yeah. Shut up, that movie. was, if I remember correctly, that was like his, yeah, that was his first movie. Linderman. Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. 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 That was his first movie. That, huh? and he was in that and Ordinary People that year. Yeah. This so, is my I mean, bike. He's, he's got a good, he's got a pretty good track record of, uh, yeah. of films and now. stuff. So, this DC Cab. So, My Bodyguard, Ordinary People, DC Cab. For those who have seen DC Cab, I, <laughs> DC I have. Cab but, with Mr. T. You've never yeah, seen DC Cab? I've never I, seen DC Cab. I, I have never seen DC Cab. There's our next one. <laughs> okay, there we go. So since we're since we're on movies from the '80s, yeah, we should we should watch DC Cab. I have not watched DC Cab. I have not seen it. Okay. I know Mr. Mr. T is in that movie. I know. Yes, I, Mr. I T is in yes. that movie, and Adam Ball uh-huh. and Max Gale from Gary Busey's in it. Gary Bill Busey, Ma- Bill Maher, back when he was actually wow. acting. Wow. Well, there um, you go. Irene Cara. <gasps> yeah, I know. It's star-studded. Let's crazy. watch it. Yeah, well, if it's available, DC Cab. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. If it's not, I'm disappointed. But we'll. It, yes, that's there. You go. Can, I just want to see if I can stream it at least, so I can see it. DC Cab. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it does exist. That'll be next month. Then I think we'll do. Let's do, we'll do it. DC Cab next month. And DC be, Cab. Uh, that'll be good for <laughs> a us. A nice little switch up from. That'd be a great summer movie, I think. Sure. Uh, ish. <laughs> you know. Um, but like, well, it's basically if you think about it, it's it just from what I'm reading from the synopsis, it seems like it's basically Caddyshack, but with cats. Yay! So Yay. you've got Adam Baldwin in the the Michael O'Keefe part ah. as this kid who wants to be a cabbie. Yeah. So he's got all these teachers. So he's got um, uh, Max Gale as his uncle Howard, who runs DC Cat, basically like the Chevy Chase of the movie. And then you got Mr. T's there, and and Gary Busey, who I assume is playing the the wacky groundskeeper. Because mm-hmm. uh, you know he doesn't. He's yeah. And then there's the the hot girl he falls in love with. You know that kind of thing. So it's mm-hmm. yeah. I'd be interested to. That looks like it might be a fun movie. And if we're wrong, I'm blaming you. Hey man, so. <laughs> I, I believe you have enough wrong credits that I I have plenty of to, <laughs> to catch up to you. I am. I don't know what you mean. I, I don't know what you're talking about. So yeah. All my picks have been flawless. So. In Bizarro Land, <laughs> in Bizarro World. No, that's a terrible. That that's a terrible movie. Bizarro but. World is that really a movie? No. Biz- oh, oh, I see. Bizarro wasn't Meaning, Bizarro yes. World. Uh, Superman no. is a Superman comic, wasn't it? Bizarro, Bizarro World, World existed in the Superman universe. Yeah, yeah, it was Superman the, universe. Yeah, as it were. But yeah, no, Adam Baldwin. Wow, he's done a lot of stuff I forgot. Mm-hmm. DC Cab. I can't wait to see that. I'm gonna write that down. DC Cab. Is that '94? Oh, wait, is that a different white herb? That's not the Kevin Costner movie. Oh, it is the Kevin Costner movie. Okay. Yeah. I uh, uh, it's the summertime, uh, and I'm true. I'm going to. It seems like I'm going to more concerts this year. Hmm. Um, I saw Roger Waters uh, last Saturday hmm. in his uh, Us and Them tour. It was okay. Those are good, you know. Uh, a friend of mine had box seats, uh, cool. so I've never seen a concert in box seats before, and I was like, "Yeah, I'll go." Uh, we thought it was going to be catered; was not catered. Uh, that's okay. 
But it was, uh, it was totally awesome. You know, the seats that we had were amazing. Uh, the very the cushion seats. They weren't the hard plastic seats. They were totally cushioned. You could get up and walk around. There was a bathroom in the in the actual box. There was a couch and countertop and running water and all kinds of stuff. But that was pretty cool. Um, the concert itself very politically charged. Uh, uh, the the second half of the concert actually turned into an anti-Trump rally, which hmm. I didn't I, I wasn't expecting that, but um, it happens. It happens. Uh, but it was it was yeah totally uh, totally politically charged, especially toward the end. It was really like <laughs> yeah. Well, they had you this, know, uh, those things they, happen. You just gotta have to go with it. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Woo. But it was uh, he played a good amount of Pink Floyd stuff and uh, his own. You know, he when he branched off, he has his own stuff. And so, I mean, I, I I'm a huge fan of live music. I I love live concerts. Um, next week, I'm actually going to uh, a Styx Ario Speedwagon Don Felder Don Felder um, trifecta uh, concert. So Woo! it's actually three three concerts in one night. So that's going to be cool. That's going to be fun. Um, but I, I put together a Spotify um, playlist so that I could be familiar with uh, with uh, with the songs. I, basically, what I did was I went through. Um, you know, people uh, record not record, but people uh, keep track of the set lists uh, of concerts. And so I went back and I just looked at all the set lists uh, that were that were recorded, and I and I went into Spotify and I just grabbed all the music. Um, that that were in that set list, and so I have like four hours of four hours of concert music that I've been listening to, and I think it's gonna be good. I think it's good. I like going to concerts, and I'm familiar with the music. I don't like going to concerts, and I don't know the, I don't know the music because I'm like, hmm, I can't really enjoy it like everybody else is around here. Well, yeah, that's yeah. probably true. Yeah. And if that's the case, why would you pay to go do that? Well, I mean, it's you if somebody invites you or. You know, whatever. well, yeah. I, I, mean, I, mean, I, I like. I just, I love randomly show up and go. I've never heard this yeah. band before. What I've never heard this. I'm going to pay seventy five dollars to sit in the seat. Yeah. Let's yeah. let's see how this goes. No, but uh, summer summer concerts are great. Uh, this one's an outdoor venue, so it should be pretty cool. Good. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I would not, I would cool not recommend. Weather, but yeah. <laughs> right. I wouldn't recommend an outdoor venue where you are because yeah, no. <laughs> no, 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 it's. <laughs> No, most of them are indoor. I think there's one. I don't know if that's still. There's an amphitheater um, down kind of in, in south of Awatuki, I think. There's there's a couple of like open area amphitheater. I mean, there's one over here, the Mesa Amphitheater, that gets a lot of bands and stuff. Not usually this time of year, but hmm. um, there have been a, there's a few there's a few open open air venues and things, but not many because we're not crazy. Mm-hmm. Although we live here, so it must be a little crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah. yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, if I move, you know, I I want to move. I don't know where to go. <laughs> I got like, an idea. I feel like I. Oh really? <laughs> I'm not I sure how you, I feel about that. I know you could go. <laughs> I know where you. I'll tell you exactly where you can go. After suggesting this movie. <laughs> uh, I, oh come on! You, no, no, you no, started no. it. No, no, no. Um, Montana's nice. How about Washington State? That's nice. I thought about it a little bit. Washington, you know, Seattle, maybe. Seattle? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I, be different. I, some of it, yeah. I, I remember going to Seattle once. I was looking at it back um, around the turn of the century, way back in Dickett and Nine. Uh, wow. No, I was living in Wyoming at the time, and I had started acting, and, and my uh, my employer uh, there had connections in Seattle. So I was looking at mm. go, moving to Seattle for a theater and because the stuff I was working and I could I can do behind I can do a lot of crew stuff too so oh, I was like I can get involved hmm. in some of the theaters up there and maybe get a paid gig that'd be nice Ooh. Um, it didn't really come out I was up there for about a week and almost went crazy just because I kept getting lost like I couldn't oh. I couldn't navigate around town it was driving me insane oh yeah um, and the vibe just didn't yeah it didn't really fit me Huh. Like being there and walking around, it just it, yeah, it didn't feel right. I went, I ended up going to Vancouver for a day. Oh, a because I'd never been there, and being just so I could decompress. I used to like, hey, I, drove, I went. Well, it was funny because I went to Vancouver. It was a Sunday. 
So Sunday. it was nothing happening downtown when I when I drove around and stuff. So I had to adjust. I'd never driven on in kilometer per hour before, and mm-hmm. so it was a it was an adjustment. But mm-hmm. it was nice day. Like I went to the like I went to the zoo that's actually on like an island in oh. the middle of the the bay there. They have yeah Stanley Stanley Parks over there, so they get the mm-hmm. zoo and they've got an aquarium and stuff. And I went to like the science center that's there that was really that was actually really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I just remember when I. I got I got this funny look when I originally and this was before all the terrorism stuff so like the borders were there but it wasn't like mm. super anal but it was like so what are you um, you going for business or pleasure like just pleasure I'm just heading in for the day I'm like you know anybody I'm like nope <laughs> he just kind of looked mm-hmm. at me like and part of that I think was because I had a bunch of stuff in my in my car because I'd basically been on a road trip for like a week oh yeah. Um, so I had a bunch of stuff piled in the back of my car and Arizona plates on my truck or no Wyoming plates on my truck. So, uh. so I think it probably looked a little weird, um, but they did wave me through and it was fine. Yeah, good. Uh, I remember coming back, which was, <laughs> that was even funnier because they pulled in and it's like, uh, so where are you coming from? Like Vancouver? How long were you there? Just for today? Like, do you know anybody? I'm like, nope. Do you have anything to declare or just like, did you buy anything basically while you were there? Yeah. Like I bought some like I held up these postcards I bought for my sister. He's like, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do it. Me. Like I wasn't being snarky. I just like, I'm just this, I guess. You're like, I, you know, I'm, I'm I like, bought these four postcards. Look at this one. I yeah, like, I bought this pack. Yeah. I bought this pack of turtle postcards mm-hmm. and, and gum. Um, and I got. I did not I buy gum. A, that probably would not have been duty free. And I have a moose but, burger sitting in my belly. Is that? I kicked myself. I'm sitting there going, "Man, I should have hit the duty free shop before I crossed the border." Mm. <laughs> oh, I did not. So, uh, oh well. But yeah, mm. no. And then I then I headed back to Seattle, and then immediately left for, for Portland. <laughs> I'm like, I can't deal with Seattle. Um, so, and then I got to Portland, and all the stuff I wanted to see was closed on a Monday, which I thought was super weird. Mm. And then they wouldn't let me pump my own gas, which was still super weird. Uh, do they still do that? Because uh, we went there. It was the same thing. I, I got out to pump yeah, gas. They're like, whoa, 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 yeah, whoa, 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 what are you doing? Self-serve, like, they're in New Jersey, like, self-serves against the law. Um, is that but right? no income tax in Portland, which is nice, I think, still. That makes sense. Because yeah. when I was, in, uh, I was in New Jersey just recently, and I had to fill up the rental, and I got out to put the gas in, and the guy's like, I'll do it. Yeah, no, it's yeah, it's All actually right. illegal. They can't. I didn't know that either. Yeah, I you know I thought that was weird, but uh, okay, yeah, yeah, it's uh, you know I don't know. It's yeah, Oregon and New Jersey for some reason. It's just I'm sure New Jersey has its own reasons why, but I think it was basically yeah, I don't remember exactly what it is, but it's like a five hundred dollar fine or something. Um, or at least it wasn't. But, uh, but that's been in, that's been in place in Oregon since 1951. Is it still? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's still in place. So I just I think that's weird. But good to know. Right. They still kind of uh, yeah they still do their stuff and especially I think some of it was because when you're pumping gas back then it was easier to spill it you know they didn't have to shut off out like all the technology they has nowadays. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With the shutoffs and the vapor those big tubes on top of the funnel and on the spout and stuff. So like, yeah. it's really hard to spill gas Yeah, and it's like super safe. So I, yeah, I don't know. Strange. Supposedly, I guess, um, with the exception, motorcyclists are allowed to, to gas their own bikes. And that, that passed mm. in like 2001. Okay. So I don't know, oh, yeah. but, uh, mm, it is what it is. So yeah. what do you That's think awesome. folks? Do you think you should be allowed to pump your own gas? Did you want Mad Max Thunderdome and want to blame us and yell at us or thought it was good and want to disagree with us about it? Right. You um, can call us at Brian's uh, personal phone number. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's 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 602-555-BITE-ME. No. <laughs> that's too many digits, you dummy. <laughs> yeah, well, anything else might be a real number. I don't want to get to start getting angry. I want somebody, some random person, to start getting angry phone calls. I want to blame you for Thunderdome. That was the most ridiculous movie I've ever seen. I'm looking forward to DC cabs. I don't know where I was, where I was oh, going. Four eight zero nine nine eight seven five six four three six five four three. Yeah, what I don't know. Uh, mm-hmm. But you can you can talk to us directly. It's true. Um, but you can subscribe to the podcast at briantrustpodcast.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also, you can, you can subscribe to it there with your favorite podcatcher. If you use iTunes, you can subscribe by iTunes. 
Uh, if you do subscribe in iTunes, uh, please rate and review us in iTunes. Mm-hmm. Especially now because they've got some new uh, some new version of podcasts so we can actually have analytics in iTunes. Uh, so we can see where y'all are when you download the episodes and stuff. You know, we can get where some actual information. F- that would be cool. We'd like to, we'd love to yeah. know where our listeners are from and all four and of what them. they think. And yeah, well, you know, it's growing. <laughs> it keeps growing. It? We've gone from one to zero to four. That's yeah, four hundred percent. That's a four hundred percent improvement. Like Ooh, every ten like episodes it. or so. Every eleven episodes now because we're this is episode forty four. Oh, oh. Yeah, at our next shareholders meeting, we got to show a graph. I know. We are up 400% since the dawn of time. I mean, the podcast. Uh, So um, if you want to communicate with us directly, we are on Facebook. You can visit our fan page at facebook.com slash the Brian trust. You can also talk to us individually on Twitter as the, as a podcast, as a collective group. We are at the Brian trust Mm -hmm. individually. I am at actor geek and I am at B Selkie. It's true. That's true. Um, so thank you so much for, for suffering through this hour with us today. We promise we'll try to make the movie selections a little bit better. DC Cab. Uh, yeah, DC it's Cab. Already. I DC feel it Cab already. sometime next month um, in, our, in our ongoing random movie club series. Uh, next week we'll be back with another episode talking about I don't know what. But until next time. I would like, I would like to leave you with this. Let me, I, let me do something. I found I found the ending dialogue from the movie. <laughs> I want to read this? Okay, <laughs> let me do it. Let's, let me uh, do this. Okay, do and it. now a dramatic recitation of the end of Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome by Mr. Brian Selke. This you knows the years travel fast, and time after time I've done the tell. No, but, no, no! You got to do it in an Australian huh? accent. <laughs> well, I can't yeah. do that. You can't. You Can can't you do, do it in an Australian accent? accent? I, I, I can't. I'm not I can't. able to. But do it in a oh. bad Australian accent. That's fine. All right, all right. And this we'll lose one of our listeners, maybe. The years know. travel fast, and time after time I've done the tell. But they say no one bodies tell. It's the tell of us all, and you got to listen it and remember. Because what you hear is today, you got to tell the newborn Tamara. I is looking behind us now into history back. I sees those of us that have got the look and started the hall for home. It led us here and we, and we was heartful because we seen what there once was. One look and we knew we'd got it straight. Those that had gone before had knowing of things beyond our reckoning, even beyond our dreaming. Time counts and keeps counting. And we knows now, finding the trick of what's been and lost ain't no easy ride. But that's our track. We've we got to travel it. And there ain't nobody knows where it's going to lead. Still and all, every night we does the tell. And that we remember who we was and where we came from. But most of all, we members the man who finded us. Him that came the salvage. And we lights the city, not just for him, but for all of them that are still out there. Because we knows there'll come a night when they seize the distant light and they'll be coming home. <laughs> you said nude. You said nude. <laughs> did I say nude? You did say nude. <laughs>